listen to my voice and feel its warmth as it flows into your mind. Episode 15 of Erotic Hypnosis Tales of Evelina. I am the hypnotic goddess, Mistress Evelina, and this week's episode will feature a story called Zen and the Art of Automobile Maintenance, Part 1 Breakdown, with the male parts being read by my house pet. This is a brand new story written by my hypnoslave. This story and this audio recording are both copyright 2006, all rights reserved for details. Read my official copyright statement at hypnosis.st slash podcasts slash copyright. Now with the holidays approaching, I've taken the time to add a little holiday cheer to my websites. I've decorated my intro pages on both dominatrix.st and hypnosis.st, and have added a new photo gallery to dominatrix.st as a little Christmas present for my slaves. And for those of you wanting to make my holidays more joyful, I have updated my wish list, which is available at dominatrix.st slash gifts slash gifts page .html, or by clicking on the Christmas tree that's on my intro pages. I will also be making my annual holiday pilgrimage to Michigan and will be available for live sessions in Detroit after Christmas. For more details about this trip and to schedule an appointment with me in Michigan, just go to my travel page, dominatrix.st travel. And as a final note, this story, like the others in this podcast, is just a fantasy. As a professional dominatrix, I only practice consensual domination and only hypnotize willing subjects. And now, Zen and the Art of Automobile Maintenance, Part 1, Breakdown. Evelina's car gets repaired. Complication, confrontation, and consternation follow. Evelina loved her car. As she drove down the Florida highway, US-1, headed to her copyright attorney's office, she heard, or maybe sensed, it was running a bit rough. Usually, she would take it to her regular repair shop, but as she neared her destination, she passed a repair facility that had been recommended by a friend and thought she would try the new shop. After all, it wasn't a major repair, just a minor tweak. She pulled her cherry-red 1969 Camaro Z28 into the drive and turned off the ignition. Even before she could get out of the car, two mechanics rushed to her driver's side door and asked how they could help. The combination of a gorgeous blonde and a smoking classic car and a 302 V8? It was a torrid trio, 
too much for any repair guy to resist, and the two practically fell over each other to be the first to assist the delicious damsel in distress. How can I help? said Tweedledee. What's wrong? echoed Tweedledum. Evelina was used to this kind of fawning, smiled at the two, and spoke. My car is running a bit rough, and I'd like you to check it out. Can you handle it? Dee and Dum answered in unison. Oh, certainly, miss. And opened the door, allowing Evelina to get out. They stared, mouths open, at the black dress, seemingly painted on the gorgeous blonde's perfect body, and at the long blonde hair surrounding the sultry visage of the erotic vision standing before them. A tiny drop of drool formed on the corner of Dum's lips. Now listen, boys, I have an appointment just up the street with my attorney, and I'll be done in about an hour. I expect you to be done by then, too, she instructed in her honey-sweet voice. Without another word, she turned and swayed up the street, as unable to tear their eyes away. Click and Clack watched her walk, all the way to the corner. Wow, said the first. She's fucking gorgeous. A devious smile formed on the lips of the other, and he said, You've got that green Porsche to work on. I'll take this one. I don't think it'll be a big deal. But to him, it was a big deal. It was a chance to get to know the beautiful blonde better. And although it seemed to be just a minor carburetor adjustment, to lean out the fuel mixture that was needed, he additionally loosened a wire that would fall off a few miles after the Camaro left his shop. The gorgeous girl would be stranded on the road, he surmised. And I'll save her. I'll be her hero. And that's always a chance to get acquainted. He chuckled to himself as he sabotaged her car. When Evelina returned to the garage, she smiled when the mechanic said, It was just a minor adjustment. No charge, miss. She took the proffered business card with his cell phone number scribbled on the back, as if she'd ever call him, from the mechanic, and tossed it in on the passenger-side bucket seat of her car. Then she climbed back into the low-slunk Chevy and gunned the engine, and t turned the vehicle in the direction of her home. The highway was backed up due to road construction, as usual, and traffic slowed down to a crawl. As she crept along, she noted traffic markers and yellow sawhorses all along the roadside. The traffic ground to a complete halt, about 40 minutes away from the shop, as she was about to pull off the congested highway. Her car, mysteriously, sputtered to a stop. Damn, she thought. There was something wrong, and those idiots couldn't find it. She guided the car to the right shoulder of the road and let it drift to a slow stop. Should I call my regular repair shop or make the skillless duo drive here, she thought, finally picking up the card still laying on the seat, and then dialed the number on her cell.
Hello? A voice answered, as the phone responded on the first ring. Hmm, you must have been expecting a call. Do you always fuck up repairs like this? Evelina barked, her voice neither soft nor sweet. Uh, 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 uh. Stammered the mechanic, hoping she didn't really suspect he purposely sabotaged her car so he could get to meet the voluptuous blonde again. Speak up! She spat out. I'm sorry, who is this? Can I help you with something? He said as he regained his composure. It's Evelina, your last customer, and my Camaro just crapped out right in the middle of this highway construction. Get your ass out here and fix it. Now! He tried not to laugh as he responded. Oh, yes, ma'am. I'm so sorry, ma'am. I'll come out there right now myself personally. I'll be there in under an hour, ma'am. Please forgive me. I'm so sorry. Then he hung up and smiled. Stupid bitch. You'll be fucking me in under two hours when I fix the car that I broke myself. But I'll do it for free. Women can be so stupid. Evelina was seething but regained her self-control as she wandered over to a large oak tree near the roadway to find some shade on the hot day. Then she settled down to wait for the mechanic. Cars slowed down to help the beautiful blonde, but she waved them on, not wanting any company while she waited. Finally, a large econoline van with geeks to go painted on the side slowed down and pulled over to the side of the highway. The driver got out and walked up to Evelina. Can, can I help? He inquired, staring at the gorgeous blonde, almost struck speechless. No, I waved you on. My mechanic is on the way. Just leave me alone. But it's so hot. You'll get dehydrated. The nerdy-looking Samaritan stuttered. Go! Go now! She said with a frown, as she pointed toward the roadway. Dejected, the oddly dressed young man walked back to his ford with a longing gaze over his shoulder. Then he climbed into the seat of his van and sighed as he drove off. But, just a few minutes later, the large truck pulled up behind the disabled cherry red Camaro again, and the same geek got out and placed several big orange traffic cones around Evelina's disabled car, then waved at her, smiled, and drove off again. Now Evelina laughed. He obviously had stolen the cones from one of the repair jobs down the road and had come back to get another glimpse of her. This time as he drove off, she waved at him and gave him a small smile as his reward. In barely another ten minutes, Geeks to Go again returned and parked his garish van behind Evelina's car and snapped on his emergency flashers. This time, he had several bottles of cold water in his hands and walked up to her again. Please, he said, take these. It's real hot and you'll need them. I drove up the shoulder of the freeway, and I got off at a quick stop and came back just to make sure you were okay. The hypnotic blonde 
The hypnotic blonde sighed. Oh, well, she said to herself. I do have some time to kill. And here's a guy who's just begging to be put under my control. He's so submissive now. What will he be like once he's hypnotized? But he'd just love to be spanked. The mesmerizing maiden reached out and took one of the frosty bottles, slowly lifting it to her face and rubbed the cool, wet container across her forehead. The nerdy stranger was immediately captivated by the erotic image. Then, noting his already lost expression, Evelina decided right then to capture him. That's it. Just continue to look into my eyes. They are so deep, so compelling. Just like a lake, look into my eyes and feel yourself drowning in their death. Deeper, deeper, keep looking at my face, into my eyes, deep green eyes, lose yourself, lose yourself in my eyes. Deeper, deeper, deeper. It's like falling into a deep green ocean. Poor boy, now you are so deep, you can't even swim to the surface. Gaze deeper. He was paralyzed and couldn't look away from her eyes. The remaining bottles slipped from his hands and tumbled to the ground. Helplessly, his arms dropped to his sides as he was held motionless by her hypnotic gaze. Good boy, you are already ready. To surrender, aren't you? Just keep looking into my eyes and listening to my voice. All the traffic noises are fading away. All you can hear is my voice. Guiding you, capturing you, pulling you further and further under my control. You are lost in my eyes, lost. Keep looking and listening to me. Only to me, 
Obey my every command. Look deeper. Her rescuer moaned, and his jaw fell slack. Then a tiny drop of drool formed in the corner of his mouth, as he felt as if he were actually falling into Evelina's green, mesmerizing gaze. Seldom had anyone fallen under her control so quickly. I'm going to give you a phrase that will immediately put you into a deep, helpless, hypnotic spell whenever you hear me, and only me, say it. She reached out and put her hand on his shoulder and pushed. Obey, Evelina. The gentle touch of her hand on his shoulder forced him to his knees before her. Obey, Evelina, she repeated, and touched his shoulder again, as he fell further under her control. Obey, Evelina, she said one more time, as his head dropped forward, unable to bear its own weight. He was captured. What must you do? <laughs> she laughed. Obey, Evelina. He mumbled louder. Obey, Evelina. He said, this time with more force in his voice. Louder, boy. Obey, Evelina. Obey, Evelina. Obey, Evelina. He fairly shouted. Evelina laughed out loud and looked around. He had gone under in mere seconds, but this was too public a place. What with all the cars driving by? She glanced up and saw her boy's giant van. Follow me, she commanded, and walked over to the truck, opening the rear doors, and climbed in followed by her newest acquisition, both now hidden from the prying eyes of passing cars. The truck seemed to be full of computer equipment, boxed and unboxed, a gamer's paradise. Let me see, she thought to herself. He disobeyed me, but he did try to help. I'll just spank him. That will be his punishment, or reward. Evelina pulled up a large computer box and sat down on it and beckoned her hypno-captive closer. The sound of slowly passing autos penetrated the cargo area of the van, but Evelina's hypno-geek could hear nothing but her voice and see nothing but the hypnotic depths of her eyes. He was lost in her hypnotic spell. What is your name, little slave boy? Melvin. Was his immediate response. Again, the hypnotist laughed. Melvin? <laughs> your name is Melvin? Well, Melvin, drop your trousers. 
I'm going to spank you for being so disobedient. The entranced geek fumbled at his belt as he helplessly continued to stare into Evelina's eyes, and his pants fell to the floor, revealing his boxer shorts and their SpongeBob square pants design. The hypnotic blonde reached out and grabbed his wrist, pulling him over her lap, and started to gently spank him. He moaned with each blow. Even in his entranced state, the act of this gorgeous blonde slapping him on the ass excited him, and each slap made his cock grow stiffer and stiffer. Each blow draws you deeper and deeper under my power makes you desire me more. Say thank you after every slap, my pet. Thank your mistress. And as Evelina's spanks slowed down and became more rhythmic, he responded as she commanded. Thank you, 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 thank you. She felt him writhe on her lap, his prick growing more turgid with each blow. Now say thank you, mistress, each time I spank you, slave boy. Thank you, mistress, thank you, mistress, thank you, mistress. His voice grew louder with each repetition of the mantra. He seemed near tears. Just then, Evelina heard the honk of a car horn, sounding the shave and a haircut rhythm. She speeded up the rhythm of her blows on the helpless captain. Faster and faster, Melvin fairly screamed in his appreciation to the hypnotic goddess. Thank you, mistress, over and over. And as Evelina had expected, the mindless hypnoslave finally ejaculated with a piercing scream. Thank you, mistress, thank you, mistress, thank you, mistress, thank you, Just then, the door to the van was yanked open. And you can find out what happens next in part two, which I'll be reading for episode 16.